guys, and welcome to Witchin' and Bitchin' a podcast. I'm your host, Darren. And I'm Vicky. How are you all? I can't help. Sorry. You always ask that. You, you, it's like you're waiting for them to like talk at the screen or at the. At the but thing. I can't help it. I try. <laughs> Makes me twitch if I don't say it. Oh my God. So, guys, we've, you're in for a real treat today. So, we've got a special guest with us. So, Colin Bedell is a queer Gemini twin from Long Island in New York. Uh, he's a passionate student of secular personal growth systems and the universal spiritual themes explored in A Course of Miracles. Sorry, Course in Miracles. My bad. Uh, well and Good magazine listed Colin as one of the most influential people in the wellness industry and as a 2020 innovator complementing his work with queer cosmos collins the weekly uh horoscope writer for cosmopolitan.com uh and his best-selling first book a little bit of astrology from sterling publishers debuted in november 2018 his second book queer cosmos the astrology of queer identities and relationships launched in last november and was ranked number one as the sorry the number one astrology book for beginners by daily dot magazine and his third book gemini by sterling debuted in january 2020 so can you please welcome colin bedell i love you both already (laughs) ask people how are you i hope people go good great (laughs) that's it see that's what i kind of hope like while they're listening they just answer me while they're doing it no, I'm telling you now, moving forward, all your listeners will make sure that they respond. Because <laughs> if you don't, Colin don't. will come for you. I am. That's it. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Mind you. Anyway, it's so <laughs> here. I love your energy already. This is going so well. Mm. Oh, good. I'm so excited. And I must just say, the 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 younger version of me is just kind of bursting inside. I'm like, the younger version of me, that makes me sound really, really old. But anyway. And I was like, Don't mind how old are you? You weren't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like such an avid cos- cosmopolitan reader. And, so and also, the astrology is also the, the part that I always love the most. So not only is it somebody that works for Cosmo, does Cosmo, but it's also the astrology as well. So <laughs> that was always my favorite part. Vicky, <laughs> I, I still cannot believe that that's who I work for because it's yes. really, being a Cosmo yes. astrologer, we have such a legacy. Like we have been putting forward astrological literature in mainstream yes. since the early 70s, late 60s. Yeah. Yeah. And yet what's really funny is that in the astrological community, if they go, oh, what do you write for Cosmo? It's almost like, oh, you're too accessible. Therefore, you must be dumbing it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strange, like, dichotomy, which I'm sure you understand, Gemini. Mm-hmm. But it's an honor because accessibility is my value. And Cosmo has never said, we don't like the way that you put in specific research or methodology or books of literature. So, like, you do what you got to do. And yeah. that's why I'm real proud to be a part of the Cosmo Council. Yay. And I'm sorry, but I'm just very excited about that as well. I and, and I, I also love know. the fact that you're a Gemini, so I know I'm not going to be getting any shady comments about the whole Gemini thing. Oh, I, bitch, I'll be throwing some shade. Um, yeah, I'm sure you will. We'll throw it right back, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Four against one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's it. <laughs> Do you know what actually what I think is really cool is the fact that you not only are you a Gemini, but you are actually a twin literally so you're literally a gemini gemini like 
I know. Don't fucking through. Like these these stories live on in our experience if we pay attention to them. I mean, yes. it's really amazing. And I'm only in a in a in a group of other Gemini twins. Beyonce's Gemini twins. Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen oh. are Gemini twins. Laverne really? Cox and her twin brother. Oh yeah, I, we have so wow. many twins. Yeah, and according to somebody, I don't know if it's been fact-checked and verified, but the highest amount of multiple births in the United States happens when the sun is in Gemini. Wow. Like, don't quote me on it, because I read it somewhere and it could be one of those things of like, let me just- Yeah, someone just chucked it out there. Right, like, according to science. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Actually, know? I know I this is- that. Yeah. I know this is diverting off topic a little bit, but I do have to ask, because this is something that whenever I bring up the topic of astrology, especially mm-hmm. recently, there has been, and I, I'm pretty sure I've seen this same storyline pop up year, like every 10 years or whatever. This whole thing of this new star sign and the oh. new day, it's like, can we just squash that for once and for all? Yes, can we? Yeah, I'm please. Having to fact check these hoes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So can you, can you like just give us the official <laughs> word as the astrology guru? Yeah. In my eyes, you are. <laughs> Yes. In my eyes, you are. It's yes. Cool, like in your in your no fucks given Long Island way, just squash that just rumor. Squash it. You are your fucking sun sign. Don't get your tattoo removed. All right. You are irrefutably <laughs> the fucking sign you are. Relax. Right. You're right. And the only reason why media has to put that out into the fucking internet is because they don't get clicks. But when you say your star sign has changed, everyone in their mother goes to that website. So it's just fucking journalists who can't think of new pieces, okay? Mm. And they put that trash in there to cause internet hullabaloo. Yeah, thank you. <sighs> Guys, you heard it here first. Yes. <laughs> Squash that one. Right, a lot of astrologers are saying it too, but it's just like, oh, must we? And it often comes out, you guys, I don't know if you've noticed, but when Mercury is retrograde. Oh, yeah. Ah. Yeah. So yeah. something you said about that. And I'm not anti-Mercury retrograde. I love Mercury retrograde, but I can o- often always go, oh, we got Here another one. Here we go. The 13th sign, bullshit. And then three, <laughs> two, one. I see it on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Predictable bitches. Go ahead. I, I've actually learned to embrace the Mercury retrograde. Like now, I use it as yeah. my my biggest scapegoat for any conversation that goes poorly. I'm like, I'm like I say to my husband, I'm like, we're not arguing right now. It's just no. Mercury retrograde. Like, d- just right. forget about it. Don't worry about it. this argument. Doesn't need to happen. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love it. And I, Darren, I hope that like you just say it to people who wouldn't know otherwise. Oh yeah, I do. Yes. <laughs> I, I do actually say so I, I teach fitness classes and I actually talk about like various different astrological things that are going on so when I'm being like when I forget what I'm doing or whatever because I'm a moon sign like I'm, I'm a cancerian so when I like have that like brain fart moment of where I forget what I'm doing at the time I'm like oh guys don't worry about it it's just full moon energy it's fine or like yeah. or, or like when I'm tongue-tied I'm like oh shit this fucking murky retrograde I can't seem to get the words out today and they're like they just look at me like, what? I know, yeah. And I just I just leave it and I just don't even address it. Yeah. And let me tell you something right now. That has to be the untapped comedic resource of the astrological community. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I just said to a client today, she was like, I just don't understand. She's from Long Island to be very dramatic. I just don't understand why like I can't get my facts straight. I'm so confused. I'm tripping over my words. I was like, bitch, just tell everybody, look, Mars is stationing direct in my 12th house. I don't know what to tell you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> people get stupefied like you throw fairy like, dust in their eyes it's <laughs> fucking hilarious and i do it all the time just to like look at you for a loop and then walk away like 
Like, I'm going to write that one down. I'm yeah. going to write that one down. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I'm just back to my clubhouse. I can't think straight. And then just walk away. Oh, See, we, we do that with tarot because I have this catchphrase, tarot is life. And so I'll literally say, like, I'll say to someone randomly, like, you're giving me a lot of five of cups energy right now. What I really need is a page of swords. And they're like, what? <laughs> and I, know. I just, just like, drop it and then run. <laughs> anyway. No, it's kind of hilarious. Like, even my brother, I'll start yapping, but I have a Taurus big brother, right? And my Gemini twin sister is a school psychologist. So she specializes in psychology. Oh, and then wow. I specialize in astrology. So my brother, whenever he wants to do a stand-up routine, he's going to say, look, if you ask my sister what's wrong with me, she'll tell you I'm on the autism spectrum. If you ask my brother what's wrong with me, he'll tell you I'm a Virgo rising. I don't know what it is, but you guys figure it out, right? <laughs> I love it. It's true. It's a, it's another language and it just helps me all the time. It's so oh, good. I love that. I love that. Well, can we wind it back a little and go, sure. so what kind of, <laughs> let's just go back a little, right. just a little bit. So what got you into astrology? Like, how did you get to astrology? How did I get here talking to you two yes! people? <laughs> uh, so actually, funny enough, the room that I'm in right now, I'm at my grandmother's house on Long Island, and uh, this used to be my mother's bedroom. And I have a picture of her here, and she is in front of a, a Cancerian picture, because she was a Cancer. She was about 13 years old, and she had this like glow-in-the-dark velvet poster. So my mom wow. studied astrology and loved it and read the books really young. And she was never working as a practicing astrologer. She just noticed the patterns and she yeah. used it in her household really all the time. And she would say things like, oh my God, my your Leo father, I'm gonna kill him. I cannot with him today, okay? <laughs> and then she'd be like, my Gemini twins, forever changing their minds, I can't keep up, right? So it was always that, and I was like, what are you talking about? And then I finally just Googled it. And then it just seized me when I was 12 years old and I've been like just reading it like a menu ever since. But then in my early 20s, I started going to events and you know workshops and lectures on astrology mm. and back to Gemini air language. I mean, I cannot believe that people were so fluent in a, in a particular room because when you know it and other people don't, God bless, sometimes you feel like you're speaking a foreign language. Mm -hmm. So I went into this room where people knew way more than I did and I was trying to keep up. I was like, ugh, I want to stay here forever. Uh, and then I just started studying it and advancing my other interests in A Course in Miracles and like systems of personal growth and psychology. And then when I was 27, 28, I published the website Queer Cosmos with my best friend. And then two weeks later, I was fired from my day job. And I was like, you know what? I guess that this is a sign. Like I'm just gonna yeah. kind, of, kind of take a leap of faith. I was actually fired on my mother's birthday, which is- Oh, no. Back to mom. And then- Yeah, isn't that funny? Okay. It's back to mom. Yeah. Know, it is. And it's weird because I kind of just realized that here. Yeah. And then um, on right around August, so two months later, that's when Cosmo contacted me. And that was the first paid astrology gig I have. And I've just been feeling like I'm pulling rabbits out of a hat every fucking day since. Like I cannot believe yeah. I've been doing this for almost three years now. And I'm just so grateful for it every day. Wow. So like that just blows my mind that you're like, oh yeah, I'm kind of interested in these things, start going to these things. If I went to one of those conventions, I would literally just be like, because like, no joke, like for me, like I know my sun sign, I know my rising sign, I know where all, I know which, where all my planets are, in which sign, da 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 da. Basically, I'm just a whole lot of water is my yeah. sign with a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But um, then when you start to put it all together, I feel like someone's like, 
doing like advanced algebra or like or we're trying to like solve some equation of like metaphysical time warp something continuum blah 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 and i'm just like huh and that's when i just glaze over so Darren, I, that's exactly what happens to me every time i go to those fucking things and i'm doing this professionally oh wow really? <laughs> you have me fooled so like, <laughs> i'm just pretending no because like there are astrologers out there like they're all researchers and i think mm -hmm. that's what mm. i love astrologers were like closeted researchers so they'll just be throwing out these astrological dates and the next thing i know i'm learning about the spanish flu which took place in 1918 which brings me to the saturn pluto conjunction of the 1980s and the aids crisis and now flash forward to 2020 and they just take us through this extraordinary <sighs> research point of view and yes sometimes a lot of it goes right over my head mm -hmm. because as uh, astrologer sam reynolds told me ever so funnily he said, look, you know what? Not every astrologer is a good public speaker. So mm -hmm. you just have to kind of recognize that I would go to these places and they wouldn't care that you were confused. They just wanted to hear themselves talk. And I was like, mm -hmm. convenient. Yeah. Uh, but then I would go to other places where clearly that dialogue was there and they tried to make it as accessible as possible. And those are the lectures that had a bigger impact on me. So that's been a part of my work since the beginning. So so then for our listeners, like obviously, cause we, we tend to focus so much on our sun sign. <laughs> Yeah. But then I know with real astrology, like a lot of your actual, um, a lot of your actual uh, makeup comes from where the other planets are, right. like, you know, your ascending and your moon and your Mercury and da, da 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 da. So, what's like the, if someone wants to get into this, but they get overwhelmed, like Vicky and mm -hmm. I have been many times. Yes. Yeah. Like, what, what are the little nuggets of advice that you have to get someone to understand it a little bit more? Or, like, where should they start with? You know what I mean? Mm. Yes. You know, I actually probably would recommend them to hire a professional astrologer because okay. he will walk you through, based on your natal chart alone, what you need to know about your astrology and what's happening in the transit. So, like, if it's within their budget, I would say talk to a professional astrologer mm. to really make it come alive. Because... Yep. My first reading, when my astrologer made it come alive, that's what christened me to the system, and I never looked back, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah. it's one thing to just learn by yourself, but astrology, it's an interactive experience, I think, and so I would say hire one to walk you through that, and there are affordable rates out there that you can work with. Uh, and then I would also say, try to have an inquiry that is not going, okay, I know I'm a moon in Libra, and my son is in Capric and my son is in Cancer, but like, which one's more important? You know, people want mm. like quick tips. Which one yeah. is it? What do I focus on? But astrology says you're all of it and you're multidimensional. Isn't that mm -hmm. a wonderful thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I'm sure you guys know that as metaphysicians, mm -hmm. right? It's like the whole tarot is a story, you know? Yeah. Astrology yeah. is a story. And so, like, don't think, yeah, I know, but I really, which one do I need to focus on? It's like both and bitch. <laughs> yeah. Not only, but also Jesus Christ. So, anyway, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's, it's kind of it's kind of ironic and hilarious because it's like uh, everyone knows who knows me knows I'm a Cancerian. So yes, I am a dummy spit and hissy fit star sign. I'm the queen of all things tantrum and drama. Okay. But but I'm also Capricorn rising. So when push comes to shove, I know how to just be you know really structured and regimented and and that's it. This is this is the final word and that's whatever. But then also with my moon sign, and I don't know if I'm understanding this correctly, but because my moon is in Libra with my emotions i can be a little bit cutting and a little bit blunt or a little bit like i'll like weigh up situations and then just make a final judgment and then it's like if i don't like if i'm pissed off just i'll slice your head off is that right in the energy that i'm thinking of 
You know what? <clears throat> Your analysis is right, but I would let's actually do it like this, right? So okay. when in Libra feels something, you are uh -huh. a cardinal air sign, so you're quick. You're zero to 180. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it starts there, and then the sun sign is like, oh, and now everyone's going to fucking know, because I'm a sun in cancer, that if you wronged me, you selfish son of a fucking bitch, <laughs> after everything I do for you, okay? Right? I've made this abundantly easy for you, okay? And then that gets filtered through Capricorn. I would say the biting is Cap. No, ah. everything gets filtered through that. Nobody can literally turn someone into like sub-zero, kiss of death, ice freeze, polar blast like Capricorn. Wow. Because ah. Libra, well, Libra could almost like, I'm not even gonna get my hands dirty fighting with you. I'm just mm -hmm. gonna remove myself from your life and then you will have to figure it out. Wow. Cancer can certainly take you to like the court and say, I made you breakfast today. I called your mother. I organized. I made the bed, and this is how you treat me, right? <laughs> but Capricorn will deliver like you fucked all the way up. I feel like I feel like you're reading into my Look soul at you, right getting, now. I'm I was like, about to say, I can see your face. It's going, oh fuck. Right. <laughs> all three are cardinal signs, Darren. So it's like they're fast. Cancer, Cap, and and uh, Libra are the three of the four cardinal signs. You're just missing Aries. Yeah, I was actually going to make a joke about that and say like, I've got Cancer, Capricorn, and Libra. The only one I'm missing is Aries. Like, I don't have any Aries in me. Do you know any? As a joke. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Yes, I do. And once you have a minute, you'll never go back. It's and by the way, and by the way, husband, if you're listening, I'm just joking. <laughs> just joking, says the Libra. Yes. Lighten up. But then if anybody ever did that to you, you'd be like, what an insensitive fucking prick. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a big cancer energy. I can flirt, you can't. Yeah, that's it. Oh, and, and like, that's the thing with cancer. Like, I literally have, hang on, let me just quickly, I'm going to do this while we're still recording. I'm still on yes, screen, right? Yes. You haven't lost me yet, have you? No, you're still there. You're oh, good. still there. Still there good. So you're just... There. Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say... No, no, what? you go. I've got, um, I've got my sun is in Cancer, moon is in Libra, Mercury and Venus are both in Cancer, Mars and Saturn are both in Scorpio, Jupiter's in Capricorn, and then the outer planets, Uranus, Pluto in Sag. So, and then... And then Pluto's in Libra as well. So like I'm literally just like water, 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 water with a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yes. And you know why I like your astrology? Because honestly, like you are not here to make anybody comfortable. Oh, really? Yeah. And I would have said that as soon as I looked at your astrology is like with that much Scorpio and truth, like which is the prolific truth teller and like collects the circumstances and just like, mm, nope, this is where you're irresponsible. This is where you're dishonest. This is why I don't trust you versus this is why I do trust you. Right. Mm -hmm. And then again, Capricorn delivers the law from up high. Right. The moon in Libra really delivers the verdict of certain things and really can sort of say, mm, that's, that's not equal, that's not fair. And then the Cancer Sun though, it's interesting because that is an energy that has to create home, that has to choose, fam choose family really carefully. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, your chart is not here for anybody's comfort level. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words, I'm a shit stirring bitch. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, own it, own it. You know what I mean? Like that's what I love about astrology because I'm like, bitch, own it. It's funny. Like, and I love Libras because yes, they love a little bit of drama. They love a little bit of like, let me just make some people pissed off. And I'm constantly sitting next to them at dinner parties because they have the best gossip and they just crack me up. <laughs> 
Very true. Very true. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Ricky, wait, so I know you're a Gemini sun, but what's your moon and rising? So I, I'm an Aquarius moon and a Leo uh, rising. Oh, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm in the company of royalty. Let me make it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I love your moon sign, by the way. I got really close to a lot of Aquarius moons last year. Yeah. And they have, they just light me up. And next year, when Jupiter and Saturn enter Aquarius, well, it's actually about to happen in two and a half weeks, but 2021 is really going to change the way you look at home, family, and emotional safety. Oh. So maybe a move, maybe a, uh, a difference in, in community um, yeah. or a renovation of home, but like you're really questioning like, where do I belong? Why, with whom, where, when, how? And that's yeah, that's good. already started, yes. I want you to stay with that question for a while. Oh, mm. okay. Thank you, I will. No, no, <laughs> I, I know we touched on it outside of this call, like when we were off air, but you, you, you did mention something to us that I would like to circle back to about the Capricorn energy that we had in 2020 and how that's going to change in 2021. Mm. Yes. What's, what's your little inkling in that? Mm. And for the viewers, like he gave me like a dash of like fairy dust. You should yeah. Have yeah. <laughs> Sprinkle. And, yeah. And back to you in the studio, Colin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what I think Jupiter, Saturn and Pluto gave us was a real emphasis on resilience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm fact that none of us are entitled to comfort. Yeah. And why did we imagine goal strategy and planning as anything other than just glorified more manicured control? Mm. Right? Yes. Now, yeah, you know, and so especially the personal growth crowd really needs to hear that too, because we have a lot of like, manifest this and do this and do that and blah, 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 blah. And the universe is like, oh yeah? Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Capricorn energy is just one big bitch slap waiting to happen. I uh, tell you how many good bitch slaps I've gotten from my Capricorn <laughs> influence motherfuckers, and I'm so grateful for it. So that's what it was, you know, it's just yeah. really kind of letting everybody know. Also, this is where you're irresponsible. This is where you're emotionally self-indulgent. You think you're the only one who had a heartbreaking past? You and everybody else mm. deal with it, right? Yes. That's yep. big Capricorn energy. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Do you think you're the only one that has a story that will break my heart? Because you know, <laughs> I'm literally like just that. describing I all because my husband, my housemate, I've got a set of twins that are Capricorns that are in our circle. Like I have so many Capricorns around me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're, they're they're actually Capricorn twin and both gay. Oh my god, I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, and they're, they're so like just love them anyway. But like, I'm literally surrounded by Capricorn energy. And this year, I kind of put it out there to universe. I'm like, hey, I'm like now that COVID, because we were in lockdown in Melbourne for a long time. And then as it was easing up, mm. I'm like, okay, universe, I'm ready to start doing coaching again. Can you please bring me some coaching clients? Same day, I had also said, fucking hell, Capricorns are so hard to live with. I really wish I could learn how to live with you guys because you do my head in yeah. sometimes. Mm. I then got not one, but two new clients, both fucking Capricorns. <laughs> hey, you know what? Let me fucking tell you something about doing your head in. It could be because they're trying to teach you something that maybe you have to internalize a little bit more. Yeah. That. Mm. But it's like, because I'm a Capricorn stellium. <laughs> and so what happens is like, I know where I go when I have to tell people like, what you need is to get the fuck over yourself and keep it moving. Mm -hmm. that's what jupiter and capricorn and saturn and capricorn told all these bitches is like you're not yeah. the only one precious little princess so like mm. keep fuck moving you know and so that's now that we're moving jupiter and saturn into aquarius in just a week and a half now that we're working with this intelligence it's like okay because i have theoretically gotten over myself 
how do I connect to Aquarian themes, which is I'm just like everybody else and therein lies my power. Mm -hmm. yeah. Also appropriate times and places for me to self-identify and individuate as well. Mm. But I think that, yeah, you know, especially in the higher consciousness crowd, there's an emphasis on specialness. There's an emphasis on mm -hmm. preciousness. And so Jupiter's Saturn energy in Capricorn theoretically cut that shit right the fuck out <laughs> and is bringing us into uh, Aquarian energy, which is like, you are part of a beloved community, start acting that way. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So it's coming back, coming back to that more community kind of feel and things yes. like that. Yeah. Yes. Because look, you know what? Ego thinking, you know, loves talking about itself. And so therefore mm. it wreaks havoc in the spiritual community. Yeah. Right? Yeah. My stuff, my wounds, my trauma. And you know what? This lifetime worth of trauma isn't good enough. So I'm going to go back in the past and collect my past life trauma. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ already. Shut up. <laughs> so look, you know what? We all got our trauma. I'm not saying we don't. I want to have trauma-informed shit. But guess what? There's a place where too much trauma treatment becomes emotional self-indulgence. And we need to start having trauma recovery, please. Mm. I, I'm like legit, like I feel like you're schooling me personally because I'm like, I've got, <laughs> I have done so much like past life work of late. <laughs> only because, only because, only because I like, I literally did like, I've been doing like my personal development journey really kicked off about ooh, in the last two years because I found out some stuff about my past that I didn't know. And so I was healing all of that. And then that's what led me on the course of being a life coach and a health coach and whatever else. So I left corporate world to pursue this now because now right. that I've healed myself, I want to help others heal their things or like, you know, do all that. But then because I'm like, okay, so I've done all this lifetime stuff. <laughs> let's go back. Let, let's strip more layers. So let's go back. And then like, and it's funny because like the past lives have then triggered more things. And I'm like, so I'm peeling the layers of the onion down and down and down and down and down. I'm like, okay, okay. Maybe it's time I stop for a while. Okay. Colin said I need to like ease the rates. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Do it right a lot. I was totally being facetious in a lot of ways. No, it's but fine. I, you know, and it, with Capricorn selling energy, there is that emphasis on, okay, if you have the, the, the cast on, on trauma, right? Think of it as like a broken wound mm. bone, right? So the cast is on it. There comes a time and place when it's time to take the cast off. Yeah. Because yep. the wound has healed and you need to reintegrate and you need to move from trauma treatment to trauma recovery. Mm -hmm. And I don't see our crowd talk enough about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's a different, just by that change of words, like it just changes the whole meaning of of what you're going and where things are happening from that recovery aspect. Because I, and I'm glad you meant to mention the words because that's what the North Zone in Gemini is in right now. Mm. That's what Saturn and Aquarius are about to enter there. Your Libra Moon Darren can be really essential here where we're understanding that language and words have power. Mm. They work like heat-seeking missiles. And if we're constantly just reinforcing, I'm traumatized, I can't, this pain, this, that, you will be proven right, but it'll be very likely that you'll be proven right and alone. Yeah. So you want to start to work on your perception, your dialogue, your listening, your thoughts, your neuroplasticity, really start to reframe the language from a deficit-based perspective to a strengths-based perspective. Yeah. And I have a problem with the fact that the astrological community and others have all these languages for the deficits and the problem and the analysis of the trauma and the shadow and the ego and the this and the asshole, whatever. And not enough on, but bitch, here's what you've done well. Here's how you can flex. This is your resilience. Keep it fucking moving. Yeah. Yeah. I am. That's like, that's like, I know. That's, that's like a mic drop. It's a metaphorical <laughs> mic drop. Like, you're just like, boom. <laughs> But I'm a Capricorn asshole. So like, you know what? <laughs> it's like, yo, fuck him. Right? But, 
that's we put mustard and sprinkles on the problem. It's like oh yeah, it's yeah. that's like, one of the things yeah. I always say to my clients is like especially when someone presents me with like you know they talk about if they've got a specific diagnosis, and and I always say to them like I'm like you are not your diagnosis, you are more than that. So just like mm -hmm. the fact that they when they always start with like I am and then they insert whatever diagnosis they've had from a doctor, I'm like but you're more than that. It's a part of you. It's not all of you. Um, and I have to kind of coach them through that so that they change the language. So because words have power, like whatever yeah, we whatever we think so and important. say is mm. what we manifest. Yeah. Mm. So um, now I just wanted to say, like, I know this is changing topics a little bit, but it's something that I think is really important. What I really love about um, like the work that you do is that you've given a voice to so many people that have for so long been voiceless. And what I'm talking about is obviously your book, Queer Cosmos, as well as the fact that that's your handle on mm -hmm. like Instagram and things like that. And the lens that you apply on astrology, because for so long it's been very heteronormative um, in its view. It's all about man, woman, da, 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 like masculine, feminine. But now these days with not just political correctness, but this rise of gender fluidity and uh, gender neutral and everything like, mm. can I just say on behalf of the queer community, like, thank you for taking us down that journey because for so long, like I'd read something and it always talks about the opposite gender and attracting the opposite gender. And it's about that whole, like, you know, you have to be macho, you have to be masculine and all yeah. this. And then it's like, finally, like, whilst I haven't read the whole thing, like I've, I've been reading some of it so far um, and I'm just loving it because the language that you use is like, you've removed all of the stigma and all of the, um, like, it, because it's all about the words, right? So you've removed yeah, all of that, that language again, all that triggering it? language mm. out of it to just make it accessible to everybody. Yes. Um, and side note, I love the fact that you love Brene Brown because I also love Brene. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I do have to call you out on something, though, guys. Like, oh. if you oh, want, if you want a book that is like, because when you talk, you spoke about it before. You said about like researching things and whatnot, like. I honestly believe that this is like the penultimate of all books because of the fact that you actually have footnotes where you are talking about yes, where you have done that. your research. So guys, Colin's not just talking a whole heap of shit. He is backing himself up with hardcore yeah. research and evidence. So like, oh, that's why I want to say thank you. Like you're not just writing some, oh yeah, I'm going to write about gay things because I'm gay. Like you actually have backed yourself, which I love. Um, oh. but, but can you tell us like, how did how did you gravitate towards the the queer voice and the queer theory and everything like that? Oh, well, thank you so much for saying that. But leave it to a Libra moon to just make me feel very seen and understood. <laughs> the way to go, gift of that moon sign. Okay, you know, I I think it kind of just seized me. I really like you. I would read astrological literature and I said this falls short. And God bless, like they, I really believe that astrologers want to keep up with the adapting times. Most mm -hmm. of the ones that I've seen legitimately do. It's yeah. just they have access to the conversations and theories on gender fluidity, on mm. sex, sexuality, gender. I mean, queer studies as an academic discipline wasn't put forward in higher academia in the States until the early 90s. Mm. So not a long time, right? And so what I tried to do was just, because I had no intention of becoming a professional astrologer, I was also researching what Brene was saying, what interpersonal relationship scholars mm -hmm. were offering, what yeah. communication scientists were putting forward in specific literature. And what I wanted to do was put that in conjunction with queer studies and queer theory, because really to queer just means to question, to review, mm -hmm. to examine, and look at pre-existing data on astrology and say, well, wait a minute, is this actually true? Mm -hmm. and, and I will have my footnotes to say, not according to these people, so go back to your team and figure it out and come see me because I'll be right here. 
Yeah. yeah. And I only do that because I think a lot of astrological information is just just kind of putting theory and saying, let's prove or disprove it, rather than looking at other patterns that have emerged outside of the natal mm. chart and wrapping new, new language around those theories and bringing that into astrology. Like, I even think that the binary of good or bad compatibility is a queer issue. Because mm -hmm. we know that the relationships are, are not that simplistic. No. And so that's why we compatibility. Right, you know, Vicky, Gemini's. Mm -hmm. So the yep. reason why I put that in the compatibility section was because I could not stand the ethical just dilemma of a person reading my book and feeling like the person that they just choose was irresponsible because it said I because I said so. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. horrible. And the vast majority of astrology books now even still fucking say, yeah, you're more compatible with these bitches, not so compatible with them. Like, let me see your marriage and family therapy degree. <laughs> oh, you, is that what you think? Let me yeah. fucking see, right? So that's why I put that in the book and I and I haven't used like, you know, uh, traditional astrological language or classical astrology. Mm. I just, no, 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 no. I put new language around theories that I've observed and said here, this is what I think. You might want to try it sometime. There may come a time where maybe this is outdated and I'll review and adapt, but this is where I stand right now in 2019. Mm. But, but see, that, that's what I love about your work though, because like, it. even when we were reading it, like just looking at your website, like you, mm. you make no apologies for talking in a highly educated manner. I yes. almost felt like I needed a dictionary or a thesaurus I while I was reading oh some of it. I'm like, like my eyes glazed over at one point because I'm like, oh my god, th this guy like uses words I've never even heard before. But but I but but then like I'm like as I read it, like I get I understand the concept. Yeah. But like just like if you go word for word, I'm like, wow, I would never have thought to put those words in a sentence together. But that's what I wanted to point out is the fact that you are so yeah. well researched. You don't just yes. talk a whole lot of shit and self indulgence yeah. of oh look I've got a book like you know, it's actually <laughs> it's been got it's got lots of substance to it and it's yeah. Yeah, that means so much to me because I, I think that astrologers, and this isn't because this is something that I'm doing, this is what a lot of astrologers are doing, is just mm. like really putting real qualitative and quantitative analysis outside of astrology into the system and saying, and now where can we go from here? Like even something as simple as why do we think only the water signs are capable of human emotion? Oh, yeah. I loved that video that you did. Yes, yes. For anyone listening, like we get, I'm sure we're going to talk about it now, but like for anyone that has not seen it, go to his Instagram and look at his like, in, was it a live video or a reel? I can't remember which one it was, but anyway, the videos. I remember. And when he talks about the like water signs and the fact that like, why is all of the emotional stuff on us? Like, can we, let, let's talk about that now. Like, yes. <laughs> yes, because there's a lot of responsibility as the Cancerian. Why do I have the whole <laughs> have emotions in check? That's See, that's what I quite like, being the air sign. I'm like, okay, but apparently I don't need to worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> I know. And that typical Gemini, right? I love it. I love it. No, don't ever change, Vicky. I love it. <laughs> so, so, but I, I, I brought that forward because when I was studying the, this is academic terminology for the study of human emotion. It's called self-conscious affect. So it's a mm -hmm. school of, you know, yep. the intersection of behavioral psychology, emotionality, and behavior. Self-conscious yep. affect. Emotion that makes us think about ourselves, right? So what the authors are saying is that we like to believe this popular discourse that we're all more rational and we sometimes get visited by human emotion, but the complete opposite is true, which is that we are all extremely emotional and we only sometimes mm. visit it by critical thinking. And I say that because yeah. again, 
where's the astrological support of that? And you know what's really funny? Just before I came up here, my grandmother of all people, Virgo, so she gets all the credit there, gave me this extraordinary kind of like aha moment where, because I was trying to figure out, okay, what's a different way that I can reframe, you know, the fire, earth, water, and air signs in terms of like how we move about the world. And she said that before an emotion becomes an emotion, it's a thought, air. Mm -hmm. Then yeah. we feel, and then she said, and we make a decision. So now I'm wondering, is it thought air, then emotion, water, we make the decision from our earth placements and then we act from our fire, but it's all emotional. Mm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And like that's where they all intersect. And I also think that water signs are capable of extreme critical intelligence. Thank you. And yes. <laughs> Are you listening, like, husband? It's going to be like, you can't stay in my house. Um, and then yeah. the clients are capable of tremendous compassion and empathy. Because then there's that mythology. And, you know, our countries almost, I think, dispel this of like, the louder and more bodacious you are, you must have less critical empathy and like compassion. Mm. People, right? Because empathy is only reserved for the quiet, introverted ones. <laughs> So it's just like all this bullshit, you know? And so that's why yeah. I get real like sensitive about what are astrologers actually saying? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to hear about the, you know, the Bible verse text quote, who said it 4,000 year, years ago. I want to know, have you read something updated now? Because if you're mm -hmm. only getting your information from multiple sources, you're a lot of things, but a critical thinker isn't one of them because mm -hmm. that's requirements. So make sure you're expanding your literature, please. And then from there, I'd really like to know what the fuck you have to say. Boom. Okay. Another mic drop. Another one. I, I feel like it. we need to just keep track of Colin's yeah. mic drops during the episode. <laughs> I'm going to go back and watch this when I'm posting it because this is actually airing yeah. next week on Saturday. So by oh, the time this airs, it'll be next week. Um, so I'm actually going to count how many Colin mic drops we had in this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? We're going to turn you into a verb. I'm going to do a Colin. Ooh, oh, oh. Is it, wait, is that a verb or a noun? Love no. that. I'm gonna do a Colin, which means mic drop. Boof, like yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, thank you for saying that because your boy gets aggressive, so that's where it comes from. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> well that that is that because you're from Long Island or is or from New York? Like you know, all fucking percent. Hundred, hundo. Okay. <laughs> It's yeah. like, that's what I love about my state is that like, these bitches are loud and in your fucking face. And like, I, and that's how I was raised. That's how my mother is. That's how all my aunts are, my grandmother. I love it. And I, as yeah. soon as I leave, I realize, ooh, damn. Like, <laughs> I, I would love to come to family dinner at your house. Just to I know, there. that's I what I was just thinking just, too. just to watch all of the personalities and all of that like bravado and all, like everything. I would just be like, <laughs> but then they'd listen to you and go, oh God, say that again. What did he say? Have a cup of cement? Oh, do it again. Let me hear. Right oh, no, it's, <laughs> yeah, have a cup of concrete and harden the fuck up. Okay, I love it. <laughs> have a cup of concrete. I love it. I'll never stop saying that. No, it will be like Long Islanders and Australians under one roof. The windows would just explode from the Oh my God. Yeah, Everything would be shaking. It's not going to be. <laughs> well, that, that's like so many people when they come on their podcast, they're like, oh, so what am I allowed to say and not say? I'm like, what, what do you mean? You can say anything. Like, oh, but like, like, can I just talk openly? And like, we would expect you to talk openly. And honestly, I'm like, and they're like, oh, but what if I cuss? And I'm like, we're called witching and bitching. Like, I know, okay, I know. When I saw that in the title, I was like, ah, uh, yeah. How soon can I sign up? Um, I want to talk. To <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, like literally, you could say anything you want on this podcast. Like, yeah, we don't care. Yeah, we yeah. we don't we don't bleep you out. We don't remove anything. It's like you know, no. you can say whatever you want. But um, <laughs> I actually wanted to circle back. Like, I know that we've because we've gone off on yeah. tangents. We love we love tangents. tangents. <laughs> okay, good. Sorry if I'm wasting everybody's time. No, no, it's not. not oh at all. no, it's all great. No, it's gold. Um, I love it. But I guess like I wanted to give you a bit of a plug because I know that mm. um, for those, because some people, they like steer away from astrology. They go, I know my sun sign, that's it. Yeah. Done. But um, obviously you have got several books out there. So obviously this is one, Queer Cosmos. Then you have a little bit of astrology, which is a bestseller. Um, oh. Do you know, it's so much of a bestseller that I tried to find it. I went to eight bookstores yesterday hey. trying to find it because I wanted to have it up on display and I can't get it anywhere. Oh, what? Oh my god, I, that makes how exciting! They, they have they have the, a little bit of every other thing under the sun, but a little bit of astrology. Sorry, sold out. We have to order it in. Wow! Like I'm like motherfucker. That's the only one I want. I keep buying it because I got student loans to pay. But like my yeah. god, copy. Okay, I love it. Yeah, but then but then you've also got like if someone wants to really dive deep, I believe you've got a course as well that they could enroll into. Yes. Oh, thank you, my Capricorn rising, because this will help me pay for my flight to come visit you guys. Um, so uh, I have an online course in conjunction with the Astro Twins, who are uh, astrologers that have absolutely provided me with my favorite methodology, and also they really launched my career. And so, yeah, they're Ophi and Tali Adut. They are amazing. And so they gave me an opportunity to teach on the astrology of relational intelligence and the astrology of relational dialectics, because as we were just saying earlier, you know, relating is complex. It's not either or. It's it's a set yeah. of contradictions and interrelated polarities. So I discussed relational dialectic theory and relational intelligence theory for about three and a half hours, which is a long fucking time okay <laughs> and then i put that uh and so the astro twins are pairing with me so we're doing a bundle and you can get their 2021 uh planetary planner you could also get their how to get along with anyone guide and so you'll have month to month yep because we're all Love about it. We're, we're twins right so they're twins I'm yes. twins. so we're all about like bitches these are this is how you get the fuck over yourself and connect with other people yeah. So that's what's available now. It's in my Instagram link. You can go on Astro Twins and see the AstroTwins.com. I think they even called it like the bundles. And you can learn with me there. Thank you for that plug. And you've also got QueerCosmos.com. There's actually a link at the very top of your Yeah, at the top. Yes, yeah, you're right. You know, and of course, yeah. leave it to my friend. And Ophi, who is one of the Astro Twins, Darren, she's a Capricorn rising. So she was like, um, where are you advertising this, you idiot? <laughs> <laughs> So she's like, like start advertising and putting it out there. She's just like, this This is how you market yourself. This is how you do it. <laughs> and Vicky, I'm sure you get that all day long. All, all the time. He does, he does all of this stuff. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. Just, uh, <laughs> I forget about it's, that stuff. It's so annoying. Like, I hate it. But just, he's right. Mm -hmm. he's, boom. A listening husband. <laughs> Twice but, today. Like, like, yes. Like, Don't yes, he's a, he's a Capricorn sun sign, but like, I'm a Capricorn rising, so bitch, shut up. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be in so much trouble for saying oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to the recent one, okay? And Darren, <laughs> what's really powerful about that is those those are polar opposite sun signs. Mm -hmm. So that's a real strong match. Vicky, are you single? What's your story? No, I, I'm. my whole house is full of air. My husband's yeah. an Aquarius and my daughter's uh, sun sign is a Libra. Oh, <laughs> literally the three air signs. Oh my yeah. God, what a house. I love that you married an Aquarius because you're, yeah. since you are a Leo rising, that means Aquarius rules your relational sector. 
Ah. Oh, so like polar opposites, right? So like Darren yeah. is not performing rising, which actually means Cancer rules his relational his relational sector. So yeah. bingo, because it's the seven signs apart, six signs apart, excuse me. And yeah. so because you're a Leo rising, Aquarius rules your marriage zone and relational partnership sector. So your partner's sun sign falls in your seventh house of committed partnership. Oh. Yes. So you guys all have like polar opposite energies, which I love. And that's the mm. beauty of, of choosing partners that are so different than you to just expand and help you grow and move forward. It's the best. Although, okay. do you know, like with my husband and I, because we are so polar opposite in every way, like appearance wise, like aesthetic on how we dress, everything is polar opposite. Yeah. So like, and I said to him, when we did the math on our baby journey, I was like, wait, so if our surrogate, if, if all goes well and she, and she falls pregnant from the <laughs> yes. first transfer in March, do the math, that means the baby will be born at least the 20th of December. But within a month of that, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to have another fucking Capricorn. Capricorn! <laughs> in case one wasn't hard enough and my housemates are Capricorn. So it's like, we have literally a house full of Capricorns. Okay, D, because you have such a proximity to that energy, yeah. Right. What do you wish they knew how to do better? Let's keep it all the way real. Like, I okay, because we're positioning into Aquarius. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, what do you wish? What do I wish that Capricorns knew how to do better? Yeah, because we can be crotchety. Ex express a motherfucking emotion every once in a while. <laughs> Honey, that's never gonna happen. No, I know that because it's, it's like. It's like, I love that meme and I've showed it to my husband every single time it comes up on my feed. It's like where it, sa it says, it's got two people running and the first one says Capricorn and the, and they're running away. Yes. And the back one says, let's talk about emotions. They're like, <laughs> we out of here. Cause it literally like, I, I, I'm not kidding you. Like in 16 years that we've been together, we just had our anniversary. So in 16 years we've been together. I have seen him, when I say cry, I mean a single tear, like <laughs> maybe, maybe five times in 16 years wow. so like that's why we say like i think that's why our relationship has lasted so long is because i feel like he's learned how to express and feel things from me and yeah. i've learned how to mm. like switch the emotions off when i need to yeah, because yeah. i used to be a massive big dummy spit hissy fit cry baby no not really but like to an extent yes um so he's taught me to kind of rein it in a little and i've taught him to like open up a little so it's like that's why many people say oh how do you get along like you're opposites i'm like opposites attract bitches like it's true yeah there's that we, we are testament to balance. that yeah and that's what it's like with my husband he's like my little rock he helps to keep me i'll keep going up and up and up and up <laughs> he helps to bring me back down again <laughs> oh i love it an aquarius keeping a gemini i know <laughs> right i know i don't know what the rest of his i've got to look at the rest of his chart i yeah. love it and what do you wish the world knew more about what Geminis do well and what we need to improve on? Do you have any like Gemini clear the air public service announcements? That we're not two-faced. I completely agree. Oh, you so are. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, how do you mute him? No. <laughs> you can't. I know I, I can't do it. He's I'm got Capricorn the power rising. Capricorn. I have the power. He's like, got the power. Oh, God damn it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not stupid. I made sure yes. that I'm always the host of these things. True. Enter yes, Capricorn right. Rising. I love yeah. it. Wait, so Ricky, yes. why what do you wish that I don't wanna I don't wanna have the two face thing and I don't wanna have the flaky thing anymore. Oh I know, I know, I know. Well what I try to say is that Gemini energy stands for the nature of inconsistency and change mm. because sometimes inconsistent and they go through uncertainty and change. And I think that's why people like to throw us under the bus because they yes. love 
either or this or that methodology. And Gemini is like, mm. bitch, you're a simpleton because it can be both. <laughs> Yeah, yes. I was actually going to say. For, I love that. How I like to think of Gemini's yeah. is that Gemini's are about duality. It's not about yeah. this or that. It's about both. Yes. The, the, the and two understanding sides. both sides. It's and, not one or the other. It's about bringing both together. Yeah, that's yeah. what I always say to people. Hundred percent. And then maybe like shit, we don't even fucking know. Like what's called both and or not only but also. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, there's so much that we don't know. And like, let's, and that's actually called like dialectic thinking. That's why I love using that language because so yeah. much of popular conversation is monologic. I talk, you listen, right? And it's like, mm. huh? Yeah. You know, and then just built from, you know, certitude, ideology on facts, weaponizing certainty. It's like, I, that's why I'm constantly going back to astrologers and be like, bitch, according to who? Someone 3,500 years ago? Like, yeah. can we not? Like, thank you for the theory. By all means, adapt it. It's, it's a living motion. But like, are you fucking sure? And we have to be the ones to be that provocative question askers, I think. That's it. Because things have to evolve. They have to move forward to change, have to change to move forward. No, you may not evolve. You must <laughs> stay the same. You know what, Capricorn rising? No, but technically you're the triple cardinal sign. So you're yes. in motion. Right. You're welcome, world. You are welcome. Uh, right. And now back to me right now. Because <laughs> I want to make sure we give Gemini love, okay? Because it's yes. true that what's known is going into Gemini. Well, it already is in Gemini. It'll stay in Gemini until the end of 2021. And then Jupiter and Saturn and Aquarius. So it's all about intellect. It's all about thinking, perception, active listening, depolarization mm. work, right? So if you have strong air in your chart, we need to be the biggest grown-ups in those rooms, the most articulate, the most well-researched, the most mm. mic choppy, so bitches can fucking follow our lead because a lot of bitches don't know how to talk, all right? <laughs> can, can, can I ask you one thing? I love this that because I do. Cool. I have lots of air in my chart. Sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, you go, you go on. It. Go on, Vicky. Go, go, go. I do. Pretty much everything is air except I think I've got one in each and that's it. One. No, this, one. Is why, this is why I call Vicky my airhead. <laughs> quite literally all I air. am. Yeah, I'm pretty she, much all air. Like, so, so she's had to teach me how to write things down yes. and write lists and and actually prepare like <laughs> with pen and paper for interviews because I'm a I'm a Cancerian. I like to go with the flow. Like I'm a water mm. sign. Like don't no. you, don't contain me to your structured regimen. Mm. Right. Like, right. I need yeah. some structure, or not yeah. so much structure. It's just I need to know where my thoughts are going because I have lots and lots of thoughts. So I need to have some kind of structure for that. And Vicky, that's actually your moon in Aquarius. So structure, systems, <gasps> methods, those are the four fixed signs, Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, and Aquarius. And they really introduce the value of methodological thinking and procedure and theory and models and methods and approaches. They're all about that. They're all about anchoring <sighs> that creative, creatively and innovate certain things, but not without an anchor. Yes. Okay, so mm -hmm. we've touched cardinals earlier. We just touched fixed. Like, Shall we just briefly touch yeah, on mutable as well? So then that way yeah. they don't feel like they're not yeah. being loved. Um, oh, you're we, so we don't good. always get the love. I know. You're so good, by the way, to like be the person. Like, and don't forget who's being left out here. That's your Libra moon. Oh, really? <laughs> 100% way to go. Yeah, so we're in mutable sign season right now. The sun is in amazing Sagittarius, or I call it the sun is in Britney Spears because who is <laughs> yes. Sagittarius? Yes. She, she is 100% Sagittarius. She's actually born, <laughs> she shares a birthday with my sister. Oh. And so I, I I throw shade at my sister. I said, why can't you be more like Britney Spears? <laughs> That's the gayest thing I've ever heard. And I love it. I hope she's learning. <laughs> 
Um, but the four mutable <laughs> signs are uh, Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. So the mutable signs in the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere as well, but they're all born while seasons are in transition. Yeah. Right? So I can only speak for the Northern Hemisphere because it'll confuse me. But like right now, the winter, it, fall is becoming winter. Right? So what season are you guys in? The complete opposite? We're, spring? We're yeah, opposite. We're Spring's opposite. becoming summer. So we just yeah. started summer, yeah. Right? So spring, yep. summer. And so mutable signs are two for the price of one. And we're constantly in transition. We are, and I say this really deliberately, I think that they both midwife new thinking and new consciousness. Mm -hmm. They can like help people give birth to newness. And I also feel like mutable signs can minister to what needs to die as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They can really kind of understand like, thing. and this is ending and we need to complete. And this relationship is over. And so I must go. Yeah. Like they, I call every mutable sign the minister and the midwife because they yeah. can really operate with life and death beautifully. Uh, and I don't think we give them that credit because mm. again, we don't like to deal with both ends. We don't like to do two for the price of one, right? Yep. And so one people only. look at mutable signs and they're like, what the fuck are you doing, right? <laughs> also, to be really honest with you, I have seen the most relational thinking and relational practices from mutable signs. Interesting. Oh. Interesting, because we tend to focus very much on cardinal, 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 and saying yeah. that they're the change makers and the blah, blah, blah. But like, that's that's actually quite fascinating. So I guess a follow-up question from that, because this is one that it's not often talked about in the astrology research that I've done. Like, I, I can't ever find. I only recently learned that your Lilith is like where your, like it's a thing that's been talked about, like that's like the, the dark moon or where the dark moon mm. sat in your chart. So my Lilith is actually a mutable sign. I have Lilith in um, Pisces. What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> Ooh, okay. So that like your repressed sexual energy is of a soulful spiritual nature actually. And then it would actually ask you to consider how can you spiritualize your sexual relationship with your husband and whoever else? Wow. Because oh. actually both of us, I've looked at both our charts. We both have Lilith in Pisces, even mm -hmm. though we're, even though we're born six months apart, go figure. I don't know how that works, but yeah. I think it's a year. I think Lilith oh, okay. maybe except for like a year or a year and a half, but it's about spiritualizing because I think Pisces is the great spiritualizer mm -hmm. and Lilith kind of, I think like soft power and then also like, hard feminine power. I don't like that language, but it's it's technically what it is, right? So it's yeah. like, because I almost want to say, wasn't Lilith the first wife of Adam? Yeah. yeah because yep. she was cast out of Eve, yep. That's right. Yep. And so therefore it's like, she said no, and she stood up for herself. So it's like, how can you do that through a Piscean approach, which is soulful, spiritual in nature? I don't know enough about Lilith. My friend, Adam Assise, who is a Scorpio son, she has an entire uh, astrological website called uh, Lilith Astrology. She loves Lilith, of course, Scorpio son. Right? <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, catch me reading uh, academic literature because I'm a fucking cold Capricorn moon. I don't know nothing about these astros. <laughs> I already started too much. Now you gotta bring shit in. I don't uh, wanna extras. Wait, I'm already confused. And I'm gonna add this, more fucking asteroids, but that's all I know about Lilith. Yeah. Okay. Okay, because yeah, there was one of the things because I'm like, what the hell is Lilith? And someone actually said to me, they told me about they like the the whole thing about sexual energy and stuff. And then when I told them that this was actually a friend of mine, Buck, we interviewed him recently. Mm. And he's like, Oh, so you're Pisces. So basically when you have sex with someone, you're just uh, flapping around like a wet fish. And I'm like, What? Like he was he was totally throwing shade. Right. <laughs> but I love that. I would have been like, like, oh, oh. 
And the other thing he said is like, oh, so when you're in bed, you don't know whether you're coming or going. I'm like, excuse you. Like, I, but, oh, that's funny though. Oh, he was being God. funny. He, he was being a shady <laughs> bitch, but um. <laughs> is this the Capricorn? What's his sun sign? Oh. Oh, wait, oh I don't what? know. I can't remember what he's fuck. I can't remember. Oh. I'm not sure. This is a friend of ours. I'm trying to think what he, I think, I'm sure that we did bring it up though. We did, but I can't remember. Oh, I, feel, I think he's an Aries. Oh I yes, I think he's an Aries. I'm pretty sure he is, because yeah, we're talking about the fact that he's just like that's pretty much what yeah, fire energy. <laughs> just, you know, gives no fucks. This is my opinion. They really don't, and I got to be really honest with you. That like turns me on like crazy. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you? You know, it's just I'm like, you better do it, honey. Yeah, I, I love it. every zodiac sign. They're all different kinds of candy to me. I really, I could eat them all. Yeah. <laughs> I actually just, you know, I actually use Skittles. Do you guys have Skittles in the States? You oh, do, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I describe a lot of things like Skittles. I'm like, you know, we all have our favorites, but when you're hungry, you'll eat all of them. It's yeah. true. And taste yeah. the rainbow. Yeah, taste the rainbow, right? <laughs> <laughs> so like, before we leave, I'd love, I'd love to touch on one other thing. Like, Vicky, you were going to bring Yes, up. I do. But I was being very conscious of the time. And I'm like, oh, I'm no, really, Vicky, you. I, really, I really want to know about eclipses. Yes. Oh, yes. They kind of just go in everywhere. And my brain just goes. What do they do, kind of energetically, astrologically, when they kind of pop in? Great question. So they happen every six months, and we either have two in a month or three in a month, depending on the year. Uh, So we just finished the lunar eclipse in our sun sign, Gemini, on November 30th, which is why you're thinking about home and family and emotional safety and belonging. Ah. Those things and Mm -hmm. the lunar eclipse brings about major change, transformation, and assuming you ascribe to this theologically, Vicky, something Mm -hmm. of course, there's a fadedness attached to eclipses. Yeah. And so really, I I love eclipse season because anything goes. So I just Mm -hmm. sort of take my hands off the steering wheel and I let the universe kind of do all the driving. Yeah. With lunar eclipse, Vicky, you'll want to know that technically it'll bring about a completion of some kind because full moons are full circles. Yeah. Yep. major thing solar eclipses because they're supercharged new moons bring about new beginnings and so because you're a leo rising mm-hmm. solar eclipses vicky you definitely want to pay close attention to those Ooh, okay sun rules leo yeah and so a solar eclipse is going to be humongous for you the next yep. one is in exactly 10 days and i don't have your chart in front of me so i can't say but if i used whole sign houses the solar eclipse in the on, on December 14th really wants you to actively engage in something of self-disclosure, whether what? that's, go um, ahead. I was gonna say, which which aspect of a chart do you want? Cause I've got it up on screen. Which oh, where, where does our fifth house begin? Fifth house is Sagittarius, 26 degrees seven. Oh, seven. okay. So the solar so, eclipse in your fourth house then. Your fourth uh, it's, it's actually, so Sagittarius is actually across her fourth and fifth house. Both. Yes, okay. Oh, okay, right, right, right. So then, because based on the location of birth, so then the the solar eclipse is at 18 Sag. So because your fifth starts at 22, that means 18 Sag is in your fourth. And so I don't know if you're moving or if you... No. Something has to do with family, emotional safety, home, and your relationship to motherhood. Oh. And because it's curious, Vicky, you're going to want to really think about how you can live from vision and not circumstances. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because I think that's often, been the big thing. Yeah, yeah, it has. It has. It's yep. come up in so many conversations, not in those words, but like, yeah, we've talked about that a fair bit, actually. Yep, we have. 
like, and I'm annoyed. No, so there's some element of how Sagittarius energy, why I love being around them is because I, I, I'd like to believe I'm an imaginative human being. I, you know, we're in the creative arts, mm. but yeah. nothing compared to Sag. And they give me license to just dream a bigger dream and just be generative and have vision and hope and faith. And wouldn't it be amazing if, and yeah. just hearing, hearing them say it gives me permission to dream audaciously too. Yeah. Uh, I was going to be a shady bitch with a comment about Sagittarians because like, <laughs> I, I, I was going to be like, well, because they're ruled by Jupiter, they've got a lot of like gas, not much substance. So in other words, they've got a lot of dreams, not much follow through. <laughs> and then answer Capricorn like, oh, yeah, Sagittarius. And who's going to do that? Yeah. You. <laughs> I know, I know, right. So but I love them for that reason, because they really inspire me every fucking day to just like dream to bigger keep going. Yeah. yeah and yeah. just be generative have vision do not live a life tethered to circumstances because you will always be right but have you changed anything mm. and, and enter enter all mutable signs like this is how you change yeah yeah so i love them for that um uh, but those are the eclipses but yes pay close attention vicky to solar eclipses because Solus. the sun's leo so that's going to be all about new moons, new beginnings and all that. And I think what's coming for you in 10 days. So does that mean mm. that being a Cancerian, being a moon child, I should be paying attention to the lunar eclipse or not necessarily because of my rising or? It depends on how you look at astrology. I think the moon, I think as a Cancer sun, you always want to pay attention to lunar phases, lunar oppositions, lunar things, right? But yeah. typically your Capricorn rising, you're going to want to pay attention to Saturn. Oh, Saturn, okay. Your ruler is your yeah. planetary ruler. Um, yeah. So Saturn's entering a new sign for the first time in two and a half years. It's going to enter Aquarius on December 15th. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's when you're going to notice new patterns. But when Saturn's retrograde, when Saturn's aspecting other planets, that's what you're going to want to pay attention to. And because Vicky's a Leo rising, she's just going to want to pay attention to, pay attention to the sun entering a new sign every month. Yeah. Or when the sun is aspecting other planets as it does fairly frequently. I was gonna say, in your face, right. bitch, you have to pay attention every month. I only have to pay attention say, to once every two and a half years. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but bitch, I'd be bored. I'd be like, oh, I get it. Yeah, I know, no, that's it. I'm the same. See? No, but but in that two and a half years, so many conjunct and trine and da 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 would all happen, opposition, da da da. So, like, there'd, there'd be things happening. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Boring, boring, boring. <laughs> boring, boring. No, I want to have my moment. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Leo rising too, Vicky. So like, yeah. I feel the sun enter those new zodiac signs. Like every time I'm like, yes, yeah. love this energy. There we go. We've got the next a lot it, of energy. Is that common to have like, because you're both the same sun sign, both the same mm. rising sign, like, but you're different moon signs, right? Yeah, yeah but only by a day. So I'm Capricorn and I would have been born a day before her. What year were you born, Vicky? Can we ask? I'm um, 82. Okay. I was born in 89. So, but if I was born a few days later, I would have been an Aquarius moon. Wow. Uh, so what are you yeah, opening, it, like uh, spiritual twinsies <laughs> videos? I, because we would definitely be like sun rising twins. Yeah. So we'd be like, let's party and talk about it, right? <laughs> yeah, <that's> it. <laughs> let's go to a party, but talk the whole time. Let's talk. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't want to dance. I want to talk, but maybe I'll change my mind. I don't know. Right? Keep let's up. Let's go dance now. Let's go back. Let's go back. That's hilarious. <laughs> Gemini oh, sorry, no, I didn't mean to cut you off there. So, um, no, Colin, I just wanted to say because I'm conscious of time because you've yes. got your dinner date with Grandma, which I think is so freaking love. sweet. I, I just want to pinch your cheeks, like that is I so know, cute that you're going for dinner date with Grandma. But um, I just want to say this has been so amazing. Thank oh, you so it's been so much fun. Show. 
I love um, it. Just to give everyone a quick rundown again. So you've got a little yeah. bit of psychology. We have uh, Queer Cosmos and we have Gemini, the three books that Colin has written. If you check out his website, it's queercosmos.com. Otherwise, you yeah. can check out that's the same Instagram ha handle, Queer Cosmos. Uh, yeah. And you've got his online course with the Astro Twins. So if you head to his website, you'll see there's a link at the top and you can check it out. You've got it. Oh, and we'll pop, all, we'll pop all of it. Well, should I say Darren will pop all of it? <laughs> the, the Capricorn Rising will pop all the information in the, yes, the write-up. We'll here. put the right information. Where a Leo Rising Queen is much too busy on a state of affairs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Royal duties. So this is so fun. Like, such an energy boost. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll come back anytime and hopefully oh, we get Oh, yay. 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 We would love that. We and and also, guys, that. don't forget to check it out because he also does write for Cosmopolitan.com. Yes. And is it also Astrology.com as well? Uh, yes, as well. Yes, both. Yeah, yeah, so if you yeah. want to check out his work, it's out there. Be, get, in touch with your, get in touch with your inner 15-year-old girl and read Cosmo again. <laughs> <laughs> we all have one in there. That's why I'm still listening to Britney. Okay. But yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But thank I you so much. Time. Yeah, we love thank you too. You. And when you and you better hit me up when you come to Australia. Yes. When? Yeah, uh, when? you better have enough space in the car to carry me and like pick up all my shit. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Like, and then I'll fly over as well. We, we already <laughs> we we already purchased the soccer mum car. In other words, the big like SUV type, oh, you know, the big four wheel drive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've already I, got that. A cancer son. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I'll see you there. Okay. Okay. Cool. Thank you so much, Carla. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.